Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Beverly. My old friend. What's going on, dude? How you doing this evening? Hey, pretty good. Just driving back from Dolphin Island on my way through Biovatry in Grand Bay. Hey, man, stop and get some of that uh, corn nuggets from that one place we used to stop at before we'd go play at the... Oh, uh, Sydney's? <laughs> yeah. I probably won't stop at Sydney's tonight. But, um... I don't blame you. <laughs> I do like Sydney's a lot. They give you a six-piece of dark meat with a peach cobbler as the dessert. Yeah, and that dessert is fire. Name me another drive through that can do that. Maybe Sam's with a shake. Yeah, they ain't got no cobbler though. No, it ain't a cobbler. I don't. I can't think of another fast food joint that's just gonna hook you up with some peach cobbler like that on the fly. Heck no. I do have a new favorite barbecue place though. Uh, it's down here in Viola Battery. Lay it on me. It's a uh, Frank Smoke Shack, and they've been around for quite a while, and I had no idea about it. But um. So where's that at down there? It's, uh, you keep going past, like, the courthouse, and it's on that, the main road, but it looks like it is a completely abandoned building, <laughs> and, um, there's just, like, Perfect. smoke billowing from out behind the, uh, deal. Some guys from work told me about it, and they're like, you're gonna miss it the first time you drive by. I was like, okay. Um, they're like, but it's quality, and I'm telling you, you're not gonna find a better half rack of ribs or a whole rack of ribs, for that matter, I guess. I can't think of the name of uh, the place. Man, there's a place, like, heading out of Columbus on 45, headed down to Macon. And um, just, like, right as you get on 45 south off the 82 exit, man, just, like, a mile down, there's a four-way stop. You can take a right. I can't think of the name of this restaurant, but, dude, they do brisket right. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you ever had good brisket? Yeah, okay, so where it's like the inside is cooked just right where it's not too tender and it's also not too uh, tough. And then on the outside of it, it's like it's not even like all the way together, It's but it's like crispy and also fat somehow. Like, I don't know, it takes like it's perfection, right? something or other. Yeah. And you know, like, when you order brisket from a place and, like, they bring it out to you on a sandwich and it's already kind of broken up that they didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it, it's a talent to be able to cook brisket. <laughs> yes. And make oh, it yeah, good. Can, this is why, so, okay, me and Coley Johnson got into an argument last week and it was around barbecue. So, I, I've been eating a lot of barbecue over the last, like, four or five months because I've been on this low-carb diet. Well barbecue happens to be low carb so long as you don't put like way too much sauce on there which sometimes i do but um anyway when in so rome I've, I've been eating lots of barbecue and uh he said that moe's was the best barbecue in mobile or south mobile county False. i said no i think it's uh it's frank's and it's like oh no it's not and i was like okay um I was like, you can't get a better rib anywhere than at Frank's. And he said, well, ribs are for suckers, basically. If you go to a barbecue place and you don't get brisket, you just don't know how to order barbecue. And I was thinking, in my experience, it is way easier to mess up brisket than it is to mess up a rib. And I've had way more bad brisket than I have good brisket and way more good ribs and I've had bad ones I think it's just easier to make ribs and they taste delicious yeah so when I go barbecue I get ribs if I don't get ribs I get pulled pork and I usually uh, try to get some chicken with that also because I'm a growing boy so I need yeah. to eat two meats there you go 
That's but, the breakdown. I don't know. Brisket's just never on the... I never really want brisket. I don't know where it is, man. Brisket's really good. I just... I'd rather eat a rib. I don't get it much, man. Like I say, but when when I get a hankering, I know where to go. Oh, yeah. Now, that is one thing, too. Uh, if you have a hankering for brisket, you're not just going to replace that. Like, if I've got a hankering for fried chicken, I can be persuaded to get something else. Yeah. Like, baked chicken will do just fine, or some wings or something or other. Right. But brisket can't replace that hey uh, welcome to another episode of porch talk this is your host alan and i got mr leviticus on with me (laughs) (laughs) i got levi uh uh, sleevi however you want to put it before we dive off into basketball man i wanted i wanted to tell the tell the porch talk nation about phone lines Oh heck yeah! And so, man, you got the the recent one with the cautionary tale. Okay. Yes. First, the video I put out. Um, when did I put that one out? Like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Yeah, it was like early last week. And it's called the talk. So every 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 adult knows some things that happen when you become a man, and that's what this this video is all about i'm not gonna give it away because i want everybody to watch it but it's called the talk a cautionary tale and it uh stars uh aaron peru who Mm. is a devout catholic yes but also one of the funniest people i've ever met yeah one of the the cats down there in mobile never got a chance to meet the guy but i I remember like you talking about it's like dude just talking to him is hilarious oh yeah he's one of those people where you feel like an idiot every time you talk to him, not because he's so smart, which he is pretty smart, yeah. um, but just because you can't help but crack up and laugh at every single thing he says. He could be telling you, like, I don't know, the recipe for pound cake, <laughs> and you would you would crack up just <laughs> him listing the ingredients. I wish you would have said yellow cake, man. My mind went to those uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle skits. Oh, you be, better, you be careful with that yellow cake. Don't you drop it. <laughs> He plays, so Aaron plays the dad in the sketch. Yeah. And he does a wonderful job. And then the other cast member is Rachel Jeske, who I went to college with. Tight. And she um, she teaches English in uh, Peru, I think. It's either Peru or Portugal. And I will not fact check myself or look farther into it. But yeah. she plays the mom. Her name is Mom. Yeah. And not uh, Deborah. She does a wonderful job. If you ever seen Hot Rod, she she knows every word to that movie. Yeah, that uh, that's a special movie. That movie <coughs> is is, I think it's up there with Step Brothers in terms of like quotability. That, that's where I was going. It's like a Step Brother, Talladega Night, Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express. It's just these movies that you can just quote, and I mean it's meme worthy of all time. Like whenever I see one, I'm gonna laugh. Oh, yeah. I need to go to my quiet place. <laughs> Slam says, dancing um, in the woods. <laughs> it says, um, no fighting. Why are you looking at me? Kevin could fight him. I promise not to fight him. Fine. It's like, uh, later on, he's like, have fun being married to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, Frank. You're trying to get in my head. But I'm afraid cooler heads have prevailed. And just bashes him with his cane. Yeah. You're the devil. <laughs> he had old Danny McBride in that film, man. <laughs> and the uh, the riot scene. Oh my goodness, the riot scene is an all-timer. <laughs> um, it says, you hate to see, it, it was so uh, such a positive situation. You hate to see people take advantage of it. All you could do was just worry about yourself and get out and hope that you're safe. <laughs> While He's carrying a TV. The, <laughs> holding the TV that he looted. You just had to hope that you were safe. <laughs> You've got to make it out. Okay. <laughs> Says uh, when he's doing those stunts for that business group, it's like, you're a terrible stuntman. What? <laughs> You're a terrible stuntman. What? What? 
I said, no, 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 I could hear you. It was just really me. Yeah. Ancestors protect me. May they protect you, gods of war. May your hammer be mighty. Said, uh, I'm gonna jump 15 buses. Whoa, Rod, that's almost as many as Evil Knievel jumped. There's actually one more than Evil Knievel jumped. I know. I checked. Online. Where everything is true. Mm-hmm. Well, let's kick it on out. Just music for a little bit, man. You got some new music projects coming out soon, maybe? I do. So I talked with, uh, with my homeboy, and he we're going to get up together. He does some production um and so we're gonna see all how it turns out um trying maybe to to just lay some tracks down and get everything sounding good um and then hopefully we can get up with like a mixer and master from there and i'm just hoping that like we're able to get the sound that i'm kind of looking for Mm -hmm. me and you've talked a little bit about it i just hate the direction i guess that like I mean, what we're calling alternative now is, like, it's basically just pop. Like, I went on the alternative charts the other day. And oh, I told the you top ten list is, like, Billie Eilish and... Billie, um, yeah, Billie Eilish and Halsey. Hi, and welcome to the Correction Corner. I know it's not Eilish, but it's too late to go back now. And if you're not them, you're not on the top ten. Yeah, well, you had Weezer sneak up there for a time. Oh, did they? Yeah, they, they did it with the Africa song when they did the Toto cover, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I was having the same conversation the other day, and I was like, to me, right now, Alternative has like two avenues where you broke off from the killers, and like everybody is kind of like doing this really sub pop alternative sound. Like it's like a Judah and the Lion or uh, 1975. And I'm not saying anything negative about it, it's just it's either tailored to that. Or it's tailored to, I need to sound like Mufford and Sons. Right. So, here's one thing. I hate the 1975. I don't care who knows that. That's just something about me, and it's not going to change. I don't know <laughs> why. It's, it's nothing against them. I'm sure they work really hard on their music. I yeah. hate every single second of the 1975 that I've ever listened to. And I hope that doesn't come back to bite me so at some point. <laughs> Like, I meet them sometime, and they're like, well, we were going to be your brick break, but you said on Alan's podcast that you hated us. I'm like, well, let's yeah, just take c- it back. Cut that, uh, uh, <laughs> take that part out. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> it was taken out of context in yeah. 1975. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I don't, I just don't like it. I don't know what it is. It's, it's too much of whatever it is, um, which is a really nice way of saying it sucks, and I hate it, but... <laughs> I mean, Billy Eilish and Halsey, I feel like... That's not even alternative to me. That's more pop. No. It's like, okay, Ariana Grande. Imagine you're Ariana Grande, but really sad all the time. Okay? Go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, got it. I don't know. Billy had that one, that See Me in a Crown, man. That was kind of hype. Had it for the uh, the Tyson Fury and uh, the Bronze Bomber fight as the prelude for it. The intro music. So... With that song, I feel like that's like a ripoff of what Lord used to do on her first album. When Lord came out with Pure Cocaine, that, or Pure Heroin, that was a really good album. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying now. So it's just kind of it's kind of reproducing it. Yeah. It's like, remember when Lord did this and y'all liked it? Here Here's you go. some more. <laughs> I, and I didn't mind that one, actually. But the Come Out and Play, and Come Out and Play is a good song. It's just not an alternative song. It's Ariana Grande, but sad. Yeah. Like, well, what, why do I? Why is this on alternative? Or Ely Golding, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just I don't know. Like I I was playing or listening through it the other day, and I was like, did we all just like get together and decide that nobody was going to play guitars anymore? Like that was a thing that I'm, I I yeah. missed. Like, Cause remember back when we up. were in high school when alternative was like taking back Sunday and like bands that played instruments like guitars exactly like i mean even as far back as like some 41 or blank 182 like (laughs) i mean those used to be the thing to do like everybody when you had a garage band like you had the 
Buddy Holly like arrangement of a, a band, which was two guitars, a bass, and a drum set. Yeah, and sometimes it was like, just one guitar. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I miss guitars so much. And what I really, really don't like is when you have a really good guitar player and you don't use them. Like, there's a lot of these people in these bands, like, credit to uh, the Black Keys because they have good guitar player mm-hmm. and they stink and use them. Like, yeah. Their like new single, Low High, dude, by the way, I got in trouble with that last week. <laughs> <laughs> you told me about that. That's hilarious. The Black Keys are dead. Like immediately, I had somebody. It was Sid that night sent me their single. He's like, "Not dead, dog. They back." <laughs> and I was like, "Is it good?" And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna like it." <laughs> Could not have backfired. In the and then the fashion. yeah. Then the next day, I had like three more people like shoot that song over to me. It's like, you need to do a little research, dude. <laughs> All right, Sorry. glad y'all are on y'all's P's and Q's. <laughs> you should have pulled the uh, the line from Dumb and Dumber. I'm sorry, Mr. Papay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm the only one of us who ever makes a mistake. But yeah, anyway, so long story short, yes, I'm, I'm coming out with some new music. It's not just going to be an acoustic guitar and a piano this time and a, and a bass. Um, it's going to be some electric guitar-driven junk and it's going to be good and there's going to be drums and it's going to be loud and you're going to tap your toes to it or else who uh who have you got in mind for you going to do all the guitar work me yeah heavens no i don't don't trust myself with that um (laughs) cody uh cody dickinson's already said yes to doing that that's a good one for the job to, to doing at least one part of it and then I've got a couple other options for the other part, which the rhythm part of it should not be difficult at all. Are you going to uh, utilize Kevin Swag again? Oh, yes. Yes, that's a definite. Yeah. I, I mean, if I knew a better bass player, I still would probably pick him because I just like the guy. But um, <laughs> I also don't know a better bass player. Yeah, he's still uh, the best one that I work with. I remember like, just talking about this the other day, man, just the foundation. That was probably like... Mm-hmm the most talented I had, I had been around like with you on the keys and songwriting singing and then Corey on drums Kenneth playing bass yes so like <sighs> Kenneth playing bass I feel like is something that's always mentioned last which like bass tends to get mentioned last I don't I don't mean to bring it up last either I mean no, I could have brought it up in reverse like, order you know but it's just, yeah it's kind of just the natural progression of like the way you look at a band yeah but Kenneth like the way him and Corey work together, which Corey was really good about this anyway, like being able to just play with anybody and pick up where they're going. But Kenneth could also do that on the bass or on whatever he was playing. He just kind of knew where you were going. I mean, I imagine like playing bass, it's not that easy to find the pocket or to stay in, in the pocket or whatever. It just seemed like he was always there. Like whether he had a drummer or not, he just was always in the right place at the right time. And it, and then he was doing stuff that was like complicated. It's like, dude, yeah, God. it was almost like too much. He's like, I've been working on this part, and he'd show us, and I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that we as humans were able to do that. Yeah, sure, sure can. Yeah, thank you for what you do. <laughs> Heck yeah! Oh yeah, Kevin, if you listen to this, uh, we appreciate you. The work. I mean, um, even on the guitar, man, I remember when he done something beautiful, man, that wasn't exactly an easy piece to figure mm-hmm. out. Because yeah. Need the Breeze stuff, they don't post their tabs. No. You got to sit no, down with it and like just figure it out. It's some big secret, but um, like 90% of their songs have the same chord progression, which is nice. Yeah. But I, I would still, it's a weird move not to put your stuff up on Ultimate Guitar. Yeah, because I think like some of the, I'd be kind of honored if like somebody was yeah, covering me. <laughs> well it's not only that they don't post them like I'm sure there's a million artists that don't post their own stuff but yeah. like they get them taken down yeah. if one gets put up there which is just I don't know whatever sorry anyway. sorry you write good stuff and people want to play your music <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I, w- I want to play this song Yeah. no don't okay I still play a bunch of their stuff because it's so much fun. I might play one tomorrow. 
Oh, check this out. Speaking of music and playing and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can't remember like year by year anything that happens. I can hardly remember day by day anything that happens, but I'm pretty sure this is year three in a row that I'm playing Time Change Sunday as the special or the yeah special music. <laughs> <laughs> and they always get me with it. Randall texted me Tuesday. He was like, "Hey, can you play special music this Sunday?" And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be on the island, but." I think I probably will be able to make it back. And he's like, okay, well, just let me know. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I told him yes. And uh, then today, Brianne is like, so you're going to drive back in the morning? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And then she was like, okay, uh, we'll just have to make sure and go to bed early tonight because, uh, you know, time changed Sunday. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, so instead of having to be there at 7.30 for church I'll, or for, like, rehearsal, I'll really have to be there at 6.30. That blows. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is the third year in a row. I know I did it last year because Brad got me on it last year. They know what they're um, doing. <laughs> nobody wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's dumb enough to take it. He's done it three times now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he won't remember. <laughs> he never remembered. <laughs> It's been three times. I mean, come on. You don't, even, you don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm going to find out whenever it is next year, and I'm going to take a cruise. I'm just going to like I'm gonna buy my ticket tonight. Like, they're not getting me again, and I'll probably <laughs> still end up doing it somehow. But like, Levi, you coming back from your cruise on Sunday, right? Yeah. You want to do special music? I'll be there. Yeah. Great. Crap. Oh, man. <laughs> not again. I'm either going to do The Message of the Cross, since it's Easter, and I really like that song. Uh, It's by Delirious. It's one of their older tunes. Or I'm going to do a Need to Breathe song. Which one is it? It's not Tyrant Kings. It's another one. But probably I'll do A Message of the Cross, since it's Easter. It's not Easter, is it? Easter is not until a month from now. Easter is coming up, isn't it? No, we still got time, man. Oh, heck, man, I'll play some, something else. I'll play an atheist song. There you go. I'm kidding. I'm not able, but I need to breathe. Oh, shoot, before we get off music, man, just as far as, like, general specific stuff, are you still going to be trying to record some of them songs, or you just kind of let them be? You still play them? In terms of, like, getting them recorded, like, recorded, recorded? Yeah, like you did Refile, maybe. I don't know. That's... It kind of depends how this next one goes. So, like, the next one, I'm definitely not... I'm not doing a general specific song. Probably the one that I would want to do next would be Break It All. Yeah. Uh, That song is, like, fire, number one. And number two, it's really a fun song to play. And um, just because of the pace of it, it's kind of not like some of the other stuff I've done in the past. Yeah, that uh, was a that was a different song. That was the one you kind of just wrote while I was on your way to, your, to the house for practice before we played that night, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, <laughs> which was um, ridiculous. It's like, hey, just wrote this. You want to hear it? Yeah. Hey, let's play it tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't anything too complicated or anything, but Uh-oh. it did have. It's just, I don't know the. I don't know. I don't want to use words that are wrong, but I want to say like the time signature of it was a little bit different, and then just the way we went into the the chorus part. Yeah, uh, it was like things were just like humming along a little bit, and then all of a sudden things got really loud. It got a like a taking back Sunday vibe to it real quick. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of, it was kind of a punch. Heck yeah! Yeah, I love to punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Alan and I like to punch there's someone to punch I'll punch him you can run I'll walk hey speaking of running yeah how's LeBron looking right now <laughs> is he sad does he look sad I, I would like to cut it on to see man I guess they're just going to coast out and try to get a bigger, uh, better draft pick right <laughs> So, I'm not even sure what their draft pick situation is. Because I know that they've traded some picks in the past and, like, recently, but I don't know. I don't know if they have their own right now or not. 
Hey, that's good. My freaking router is set back up. Tight. These jabronis from CenturyLink. Our internet went out Friday a week ago. I called them up, and this is not important at all. But I called them up, and uh, I was like, hey, this is happening, and it sucks royally. And they're like, okay. And um, they're like, well, just reset your router. And I was like, cool, did it. And they're like, do a factory reset. And I was like, all right, done. And they're like, okay, it doesn't look like something we can fix. So uh, we're going to send out a technician. I was like, all right. So the technician calls me yesterday. He's like, hey, I'm at your house. I'm like, cool, I'm not. He's like, okay, well, long story short, nothing's wrong with your router, but I can just set it up back for you real quick if, if you want. I was like, what do you mean nothing's wrong He's like, yeah, it looks like you did a factory reset. Like, well, I didn't just decide to do one. I was told to do that. He's like, okay, you want me to set it up for you? Yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah? He's like, okay, we'll just call somebody to set it up Uh, or to let let me in so I can uh, come in and set it up. I was like, okay. Dude. Um, Basically, I could have had internet since, like, Saturday. And my poor wife has been at the house all week with nothing to do but watch like Netflix not Netflix uh Redbox movies which is such a pain because none of them are any good anymore uh, have you seen Sorry to Bother You yeah did you like it I liked it she would not have liked it oh man I just got through watching it I enjoyed that it was really good I saw the previews and then like when it got about halfway through I was like this is not what I expected no it's uh <laughs> it's pretty good I remember that with Mediacom when I had them down there while we were in the apartment. And we had it, dude, I had to call them out there like every two weeks to get a technician to come out. And yeah. It was well, it was so ridiculous. When it came time to set times up, working between like me and him, would be like, okay, when will one of us be here? Because they have this time frame and this time frame. And it would always be super inconvenient. And we would schedule that one and try to like make it to where we could be there. I can come at 4.30 a.m. or 9.30 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they'll show up. They they might get out. If there's a dog, they won't get out. You have to go to them, it seems like. It's like, hey, yeah, come on. Come on, we're here. They would always, like, I had one lie straight up, and I called the base, and I was like, hey, I literally just saw your guy pull down the driveway, park in the driveway, act like he make a call. I don't know. He might have been calling, and then put the thing in reverse and drive back out the driveway. And he was like, oh, yeah, he said nobody was home. And I was like, dude, I was literally standing on the doorstep. How would I be able to tell you that? Yeah. I was like, do you have a tracker on the vehicle? And he was like, yeah, where's he at? It was like at the end of my driveway. I was like, see what I mean? So there's nothing we can do. Yeah. I was like, can you tell him to turn around? He was like, you'll have to schedule another appointment. We're available at 4.30 in the morning and 9.30 at night. I was like, great. Give me the 4.30. I feel like there's not a good... uh, there isn't a good customer service for internet companies. There's only bad ones. And it's like they don't care because they know there's nothing you can or will be able to do about it. Yeah, they kind of got you by the balls, right? Yeah. They're like, these guys need internet and we're the only ones that are there for their area. Yeah. I've literally called Mediacom before. I was like, I will pay for you guys to run a line to my house. And they're like, mm, no, Mm-mm. there's nothing we can do. I was like, why? We're not on Old Pascagoula, okay? We don't do that. <laughs> They're like four houses down from me. They're like, no, we we can't do your area. It's like, what's my area? You're there. Dude, you see that power line? Like, you go four more down and you're in my area. Like, that's uh, not something we can do. I had the same um, thing, man. The crazier thing is AT&T won't do it. But this very house, the one I'm sitting in right now, yeah. used to have direct tv and those people are partners and i called at&t and they're like oh there's nothing we can do we wouldn't even come close to that i was like are you kidding me my neighbor has at&t they're just at the front of the road and i was like but but you're like a hundred yards away they're like oh sir it's just not possible it's not in our contract i was like what contract is there yeah. with who no not something that can happen are there invisible landlines I need to know about? <laughs> CenturyTel has all stock on your little piece of the pie. 
My one acre, only CenturyLink can service me. Yeah. I like when I told them, because I accidentally cut my my wire with a, uh, a hedge trimmer. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's what needed to be replaced. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, can I get a technician out here to replace this wire? Now, like, sure. Um, first things first, though, will you reset your router for us? And I was like, pardon me? <laughs> Like, well, just to make sure that that's what the problem is. I was like, <laughs> it could be something else other than my wire being in two pieces. <laughs> yeah, let me get right on that router. Yeah, okay, I'm hitting the button. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the no internet line's still on it. It's because of what I told you earlier. Remember, there's a wire cut? <laughs> I can send you a picture if that's better. I don't know. How's that uh, for confirmation? Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Internet people, they're ridiculous. Yeah, true. All right, starting the NBA portion off with just a touch of trivia. Here we go. The last time LeBron had this many losses in a season was when? Because it does appear that he's going to lose his 36th game tonight. Would have been like his last season at the Heat, wouldn't it? Huh. And have 36 losses. His second year with the Cavs, they finished 42 and 40. Ouch. They're on track for that again if the Lakers don't watch it. Mm hmm. His first season with the Cavs, they were 35 and 47. So. Ouch. Yeah. So the last time he didn't finish above 500 was his very first year in the league. Wow. Yep. Huge step back. Pretty. Yes. It's been an interesting season, man. After he left Cleveland, the head coach lost his job, which we realized it was there for everybody to know now who was actually coaching the team. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to see what Anthony Davis is going to do, and I think we were talking about this the other day, man, but I don't know who said it. It was ESPN. It was one of the cats. But he he made the statement that he doesn't think that Kyrie is enough on his own. Yeah. That he's a 1B player, that you need somebody to take the heat off of him so that he can t- – but, like, when you focus your defensive game plan around shutting him down and that's enough, yeah. you need you need, another, you need another star. I think that's probably pretty accurate because he's not – man, I don't really know who he even is now. I mean, you used to say, like, LeBron, but obviously that's not the case anymore. Mm-mm. Perhaps uh, Kevin Durant would be enough on his own, but even then, like – You'd have to have a good supporting cast around them. Maybe not another superstar, but at least guys that can do stuff. Yeah, I mean, and it's just I don't. I guess the Lakers, closest thing maybe would be Mister Triple Double. But then again, I mean, he's spreading the ball. Yeah, when he well, yeah. needs to. And he, um, yeah, he, last or year before last, he didn't have a uh, another superstar on the team to help out, and they were sixth in the West. So I mean, good enough to get beat in the first round, but. Right. I don't know. At least they made the playoffs. Yeah. And, I mean, there's plenty of teams that don't get to say that each season. Talking about For playoffs, sure. man, getting after the All-Star break. And it's yeah. it's about to be time. Man, my Raptors, will, I got them maybe going to the finals in the East and uh, coming up short. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I kind of think that – I don't know who will win the East. I just don't think it will be the Raptors. You think they're, uh, they're going to choke? Yeah. See, they ain't got the clutch gene. I hope they do, man. Like Kawhi, he's really, he's really good in playoffs, but Lowry's not. Yeah. Kawhi is a uh, former Finals MVP too. Oh man, Kyrie just uh, destroyed every single one of the Lakers on the court. <laughs> what a dagger! They're up by fifteen, and he just crossed over like two of them, and then <laughs> finger past another guy, got fouled. Now they're up by sixteen. <laughs> nice. And just with the Raptors, man. Like, uh, look at Siakam. That's the thing. I don't know really who matches up with him because he plays power forward, and I don't know another power forward that's quite that athletic that they're going to face in the playoffs. Like, I mean, he'll have trouble getting guarded by Draymond, but he's just going to get bullied, really. And Draymond might not even be guarding him because you also got to deal with Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. Like, you have to guard those guys. Yeah, you can't just uh, leave them. No. I mean, really, everybody on the Raptors, like, they're – good enough on offense that they like know how to do their job and aren't going to 
like screw you out of possessions, which like that's the problem with the Celtics right now is they have guys that just don't really know like what it is they're supposed to do. They're yeah. like, I can do everything. It's like, well, maybe you can, but <laughs> that's not what's going to help us win. Like Marcus Smart thinks he's a, a all pro like three point shooter. He's just not. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's the, I I I really like the Raptors. I hope I'm you're sure. right, man. Like there, there's so much going on west and east, man. Uh, I can't wait to see what uh, it's going to happen to AD in the off season. I know, but I hope that everyone's wrong about him going to the Lakers. Oh man, yeah, dude, I <laughs> I don't want that. I'd rather maybe the Celtics pick Kyrie back up, and then like just out of nowhere he just decides to go there. I think that would be a lot more fun. They get uh, they have to get New Orleans to sign off on like who they have to give up like Marcus Smart, uh, Marcus Morris, and some other like pieces and picks or whatever for Anthony Davis. I think it would I'd be okay with that. Yeah, and I'm curious to see like, what like Kawhi's gonna do. If I'm the Raptors, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to try to push all my chips in for Anthony Davis Ooh. and just, like, hope that you can keep Siakam, Kawhi, and Lowry. AD. And just, well, I mean, even Lowry is kind of expendable at this point. Like, if yeah. you have those three, like, do you need Lowry? Not at that maybe. point. Not anymore <laughs> not. because you just changed your whole offensive scheme, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard, that's our scheme. Yeah. That's, that would definitely be all you need. <laughs> Um, that would be awesome. Because then, I mean, you could maybe, like, convince Kawhi, just, like, sign another one-year deal, or sign a one-year deal, and uh, we'll just see how it goes, like, mm-hmm. with you and Anthony Davis, and then maybe both of y'all can resign. Which, like, y'all's GM is probably the best GM in the league, in terms of, like, it's probably between him Danny Ainge with the Celtics and uh, Daryl Morey with the Rockets. Yeah. And I don't really even know if you can say that about Ainge anymore because the Celtics' whole plan might be blowing up in smoke. Yeah, it looks like it is. Which would be hilarious to me if like both the Lakers and the Celtics' like master plan just fell through. That would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like, oh wow. Oh, crap. Two-story franchises just both suck. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to kind of back to that when the Spurs came to Toronto, man. Like, DeMar had a good welcome home, and then he was also the reason why they lost. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I, man, still, I, still like... en- I still enjoy watching the Spurs, man, and he's been uh, he's had some great games this season. The Spurs are so funny to me because – like, Greg Popovich is such a great coach, and he's been outspoken in the past about, like, uh, not liking the three-point shot. He was like, to me, it's just gimmicky. It's it's a way to cheat at basketball. It's fake. It's not good. And he just, like, went on and on about, like, the three-point shot not being good. Because he's super old school. Now, in the NBA, it's all about how many threes can you hit. Yeah, and can you have guys switch on every pick and have people athletic enough where they can guard one through five, which some teams are able to do, some teams aren't. But it's basically like the Rockets' whole thing is how many threes can I hit? Oh um, man, and Harden's been so explosive this season, man. He sure has. But Popovich is like very content to just like sit back and let. LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan <laughs> shoot mid-range shots over and over and over again. <laughs> and they're going to make the playoffs again. Yeah. And it's going to be a tough matchup for whoever they play in the first round. Mm-hmm. Just because they're going to be well-coached and they're going to defend well. And that's what they're going to do. So, give um, me, uh, let's let's talk semifinals. Who, who's, your, uh, who's your final two in the West and final two in the East? Final two in the East, because I feel like that's a little bit easier than the West. I don't know. Maybe it's harder. Yeah. If I'm, I'm thinking Raptors, and uh, I have a hard time with the other team. Yeah, me too. 
I'm definitely thinking Raptors because the two seed is going to probably end up having a way better or a way easier time than the one seed, uh, which is kind of odd. But fact of the matter is that the Sixers and Celtics are still playing each other right now in the first round as of right now. If the Pacers drop down into fourth and it's Pacers-Celtics, that still probably is the Celtics facing off against the Raptors in the, or the Bucks in the second round. And then the Raptors will play probably the Sixers. Yeah. Um, I just like the Raptors more than most of those teams. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, the Raptors are, right now are not going to have to play the Celtics until the uh, until the Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. which is what what you would want if you're them. Yeah. So do you you don't think that uh, the Greek Freak and the Bucks will be enough to get to the final? Because that that was between Celtics and Bucks to me. That's that's how I feel. Also, I feel like the Raptors are a good bit better than the Sixers. Um, if they end up playing the Sixers, I know they're better than the Pacers. They're better than the Nets, Pistons, Heat whoever else can make it yeah it's just it comes down to like experience for me with the bucks but then again like people did say the same things about the warriors their first year that they were really good and they had similar numbers in terms of like point differential home and road record like they won 67 games i think the first year that they were good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first year under Steve Kerr, they won, I think it was 67 games. That's unreal, and their point man. differential was like 11 points a game. Like, on average, every time the Warriors played a game that first year, they were beating the other team by 11 points, which is insane. Yeah. Steph won MVP, and that was his first year, and they were he averaged only like 24-7 and seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then next year he averaged like thirty and nine or something <laughs> like that, and hit four hundred three pointers. And it's like, oh wow, he could get better. That's insane. Um, anyway, so everybody was wrong the first year that the Warriors were good. So everyone that year was thinking, okay, probably it'll be LeBron out of the East, and. Uh, maybe the Spurs or something out of the West because they've been there before. And that kind of does remind me of the way the East is this year because it's like, okay, you're going to have the Warriors out of the West and then, I don't know, the Celtics or the Raptors out of the East this year because they've kind of been there before. But the Bucks are so talented. So to me, it's between it'll be the Raptors versus either the Celtics or the Bucks. And right now I'm picking Celtics because I like to be wrong about things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think like then, if the Raptors somehow won the East, wouldn't that be the first time in franchise history? Yeah, if they went to the finals. Yeah, if they go to the finals. Yeah, yeah, first time in franchise history. That'd be awesome. Would be cool. But uh, it's, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think out of all the teams, I think the Raptors probably give uh, the Warriors the hardest time. Probably. Yeah. Thank you, Siakam. Yes, Yakum just can't match his energy. Like he's a hundred miles an hour every second he's on the court, and that's awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. And then have a bunch of dudes that are just long defenders. Like your starting five typically is Kyle Lowry, who's a good defender. You have Danny Green, who's an excellent defender. Basically, the only reason he's still in the league, other than he also is a really good three point shooter. You have Kawhi. Um, you have Kawhi, who is a two-time defensive player of the year, and he hasn't been as good this year on defense, but like, who cares, because he's also averaging 30 points a game. But he's a good defender, and he would probably match up against Durant. Um, then you have Siakam, who you'll probably play against Draymond Green, so he won't have to even try. All Draymond can really do is pass. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you'd have Abaka. Or Mark Gasol, who are both good defenders, matched up against whoever they're running out at center. Great rebounders, too. Yes, wonderful rebounders. So, yeah, I like the Raptors a lot in that series. (laughs) Even though they probably still wouldn't win because, I don't know, it's just... The firepower, man. Yeah, plus rookie head coach. This is the first year that team is together. I don't know. Warriors and Raptors, though, I think would be the best finals. Yeah. Well, going over to the West and to talk about defense, man, what about uh, old Patrick Beverly? 
Beverly. <laughs> My old friend. Oh, I love what he said after the Lakers game. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> um, all the reporters were standing outside the, uh, the Lakers locker room. Yeah. He said, what are you doing over there? He said, they ain't, they ain't nothing over there. The real story's in here. We're a playoff team. Yeah. Are they not? The, the Clippers are currently uh, nine games above 500, and the Lakers, after they lose tonight, will be six <laughs> games under 500. Youch. You know who's the eight seed in the West right now? Uh, no, I don't. Is it Mavs? The, the Spurs. Okay. But they're only half a game back of the Clippers and the Jazz, so I don't know what could happen there. Right. I feel like the West is pretty much set right now other than seeding because the, the next team that could possibly get into the playoffs is the Kings, and they're three and a half games out. And there's, what, eight games left? No, I think there's more than that. Yeah, because the Spurs have played 66. Yeah, so there's 16 for them left. Okay. okay. Kings have played 65, so they got 17. I mean, they could, but, like, the Spurs aren't going to mess up. Clippers or the Jazz, they could go on, like, a losing streak. But the Jazz play defense, and so do the Clippers, so. Mm-hmm. What about Thunder? Yeah, they're fourth. Um, the the Rockets have won seven in a row, so they moved all the way up to third when they've been in, like, sixth and seventh all year. Yeah. So, yeah, they're in third now, and they're only three games back of the Nuggets. Maybe we can get the second, although it really doesn't matter for us. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all, really. Oh, Barkley, he likes uh, the cat for the Nuggets for uh, MVP. Jokic. Yeah. He's had a really good year. He really but I, also, I, mean, I don't think he's even the best center in the league. So I think that probably goes to old Embiid. Yeah, that that would be uh, that would be my guy too. I like Embiid a lot. He's just Embiid's numbers this year are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's played fifty four games, which is like a decent amount for him. Averaging 27 points and 13 and a half rebounds and two blocks a game. Pretty good. Yep. I like it. And so I like the Warriors. And I don't know, maybe the Rockets are, um, I don't know, man. What did we say last time? We're the Warriors and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I I would probably say Rockets, man. I think so, too. The Rockets are third, so they'd go three and six, and then uh, the Warriors would play the winner of Thunder Blazers, and then they would play. Yeah, so they could meet in the uh, the conference final. Yeah, I think like um, OKC, if they had to play the Warriors, man, they would be good to get one or two games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see like. I don't know, the West is so jumbled because, like, all of these teams after the Warriors could beat each other without, with uh, the Clippers probably as an exception. Like, just because I don't think they're really that that good, they just play hard. It's just in the playoffs, it's way different. But, like, Nuggets, Rockets, Thunder, Blazers, Jazz, and Spurs. Like, to me, they're all pretty equal. I think the Thunder have the best duo. Yeah. And then after that, it's probably like the Rockets have the better talent out of all those teams. The Nuggets have a lot of players that are like pretty good, and they play a really like they're really, really, really good at home, and they're exactly mediocre on the road. But they just don't play any. Yeah. And also, um, Jokic doesn't ever really play good against like good defensive centers. So if they end up playing the Jazz in the first round, they could very well lose that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll probably go Rockets also, especially if the Thunder have to play the Warriors in like the second round. I mean, and that's, that's what I would tough. that's what I would think happened. And I hate that, man. I like Westbrook. I would love for OKC to bring one home. 
Yeah, well, I think they probably would beat the Blazers in the first round, so that that would be another first-round loss for the Blazers. And because I think last year the Thunder lost to the Jazz in the first round, didn't they? See, the Pelicans and the uh, Blazers was the first-round matchup, was the 4-5, because I went to that. Tight. And I went, yeah, humble brag. There was like 60 bucks for lower level seats. I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to go watch a playoff game. Did you go eat at a barbecue place, man? No, I went with a buddy from work and I didn't want to spend extra time on uh, <laughs> on that. Also, it was like a Wednesday night. But gotcha. So then the Warriors played them in the second round. Now they, well, the Thunder weren't the 8th seed last year. They, the Warriors played somebody else. Might have been the Nuggets. No, I'll tell you who it was. It was the Timberwolves. Yep. Yep, you're right. Because you're they right. were they were the eighth seed, and they just mopped the floor with them. They might have got a game. Oh, Houston was the one seed. Golden State played San Antonio in the first round. Yeah, but they they swept them up, didn't they? Oh, uh, they actually went four one. Golden State had a hard time last year in the playoffs. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, wow, they lost five games. Portland got swept by New Orleans. Uh, OKC lost in six games to Utah. There you go. Houston won against Minnesota 4-1, and then Utah 4-1. And then they lost in seven games to Golden State, which we all remember. Yeah, I do remember that now. I remember us talking about that about uh, that time last year about, oh my goodness, man. <laughs> <laughs> It freaking sucked. Because I was coming off of, the, of uh, the Astros winning the World Series, and I was like, we might be able to do it this We might be able to win the NBA Finals and the World Series, and, and nope. <laughs> Denied. In heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> Talk about Luke. I don't know, man. I, uh... I've been sick for three, four weeks, and I've got. This... You gotta know, Brennan. I'm not just some guy. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> Whoa, man! Why is Rod kissing his sister? Oh, Denise isn't his sister. What? Shatters my entire universe. It's like every year that uh, Time Change Sunday happens, or whatever the time change happens, there's always like an article that comes out and it's like, you know, if if we did uh, daylight savings all year, it would actually make everybody happier and it would save yada, yada, yada. Like, will you please stop coming out with these articles? It makes me mad every single time I see them. Yeah. Like, I, you know, if you didn't do this anymore, everyone would like it better. Why? Yeah, yeah, dude, with that, it's so funny. We were talking about that at work the other day, and he was, don't you wish that we would just stop doing it? And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's like, uh, there's like four states that don't do it anymore. I was like, are you sure? What? Are you sure about that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's four states that stop doing dime change. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. About I'm that. scared to Google it. I don't want the internet to lie to me. They might. <laughs> we did it. So something about Ben Franklin wanted to do it because of farmers or something that like helps farmers out because of certain crops growing. I think there something you go. like that. Let's, let's or something to do with that. Let's but, check this out. Uh, but like it doesn't make sense to do it anymore. So, but we still do it because we're great. Why time change, Google? All right. So why do we do time change? The main purpose of daylight savings time, called summertime in many places in the world, is to make better use of daylight. We can change our clocks during the summer months to move an hour of daylight from the morning to even. You were right about Benjamin Franklin. Uh, here it is. The idea of daylight saving was first conceived by Ben Franklin uh, during his uh, sojourn as an American delegate in Paris. 
in an economical project, which was an essay he did in Paris in 1784. Some of Franklin's friends, inventors of the new kind of oil lamp, were so taken by the scheme they continued to uh, correspond with Franklin even after he returned to America. The idea was first advocated by William Willett from London in its wasted daylight. It proposed advancing clocks 20 minutes on each of the four Sundays in April and retarding them by the same amount on four Sundays in September. As wow, I don't have to say that word anymore, Alan. Hey, this is the content that you don't get from other podcasts. They don't want to tell you about daylight savings time. I couldn't say it any better, so I won't. This has been another episode of Ports Talk, and uh, Levi, thank you for taking the time to be on, brother. And hey, man, just to shut this thing down, I may do a general specific song. Do it. I'm going to try it. I may try to do Break It All if I can do it some justice. Do it, you baby. Tight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, man, I'm excited about the upcoming music, and I'm also equally excited about phone lines. Really enjoyed the latest video. Not just a cautionary tale, but her name ending was my favorite part. So there you go. You got to watch the whole thing to get to the ending. So go check that out, guys. You can find that there on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, phone lines, uh, little short video bits, slapstick. It's great. Heck yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right, man. We go ahead and get on out of here. It's been another episode of Porch Talk, Levi. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, Al. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. All right, so here is Break It All by the General Specific. Might be one chance What a me way What a hard head Where's that leeway Where's the heartland Call a meeting California Need an answer South of Georgia Diamonds, 
these streetcars? Is there room to steal a new spot? Is there time to heal and no one? And break it all down. Piece it all back together for me now. And break it all down. Sit all back together for me now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.